So if you don't know already, I started making YouTube videos daily because I, you know, want to be helpful, but I can't get out of my way of being just insecure showing up. It's just how I look, how I sound, you know, the quality of the work I put out, yada, yada. I just want everything to be perfect before I do anything. And that's just never going to happen until I start doing things messily. So if you'd like to get more <laughs> content from me for some reason, I love you. I will put the link in the show notes for you to check it out. And this podcast episode today is also going to be there because I'm recording a video version now. Try it out. There's a first for everything. So since yesterday, I was given a little guide on vegan coffee and Cheetos. I did say something that I kind of regret saying because it's just a little out of my character. I told the vegans to shut up <laughs> and I, I never tell anyone to shut up. It's just rude and this is really not who I want to be. But yeah, so it just kept me thinking back about the video yesterday and I just wanted to really address that fact that I used to be vegan for four years religiously and like literally I was religiously vegan <laughs> for religious purposes and so I just googled I'm looking at the screen right now of uh, 10 questions you've always wanted to ask a vegan because Currently, I don't really remember all the questions that I've got asked, and they were probably out of context because they happened in Vietnam, and you know, certain things can't be translated. So, first question Why did you become a vegan? And to that, I say I was very afraid of going to hell, which to a lot of people here in America, when they heard that, they asked me another question. Does Buddhism have hell? Because <laughs> this seems like it's a Christian thing. And for people who don't really know much about Buddhism, just it seems like just a nice meditative kind of religion, peaceful, you know, what, what, what? Hell? Yeah, we have, I think, is it 18 hells? So there's like the levels of them, right? The first one's for people who sinned the the least like you you have to re-listen to if you haven't already my last episode about some buddhist stories and i explained all the different planes of existence and so hell's like the bottom but there are levels of them because you there's a system you know you get points and you belong where you belong anywho so the five basic principles for any Buddhist followers are no killing, no stealing, no lying, no infidelity, and no drugs. But like more, I think it was more for like drinking because back then they didn't do drugs yet. So just stay away from addiction is I think probably what Buddha meant to say. And eating meat is, you know, against the no killing bit like you're not actively killing anyone but obviously indirectly you are 
so I just really, and also I was, I lived with my family and my, my mother was already very Buddhist and she, I would eat whatever she fed us, right? And outside of that, if I went out or anything, why would I spite her, right? Uh, and also, yeah, at the same time, I just really wanted to be a good Buddhist. So that's what I did. Second question. What is the difference between a vegan, vegetarian, and a plant-based diet? This is in the context of the Western culture in Vietnam. I don't really know about other Southeast Asian countries or even in India or Nepal where Buddha presumably came from. We just have vegetarian and meat-based diet. So if you eat any amount of meat, you're a meat eater. And if you don't eat meat, you can drink milk, eggs. That's kind of a preference, I think. Then you are, I guess, qualified to be a good Buddhist. Because my mom, I never questioned this before, but my mom didn't allow us to eat eggs. Not that she didn't allow, she just like talked us into it. And I always really loved eggs. There's something about it. It's just so simple, yet so delicious. You can make it in so many dishes. And anywho, I always craved eggs. That was the only thing I craved when I was vegan. But my mom was really into bubble tea. And that's milk tea, essentially. So she was so drink milk. And the Vietnamese coffee, there's the condensed milk is from the cow, right? So she was okay with that, and I never really questioned her. I Now I am, but uh, last time I asked her, I don't think she cared. <laughs> I don't really care, but there's no differences. In the Western culture, plant-based diet is a diet. So I assume that these people, besides their diet, they're... They maybe use um, things that are made of leather or animal products. And it's okay, because it's just a diet, right? So they eat plants. Vegetarian here in the West, you just don't eat meat, but animal products like eggs and milk and whatever you can. I don't even know why there's a difference. <laughs> it's just... I mean, like, I understand why there's a difference. Why is there a word for each of these, like, nuances, right? And then a vegan is just like, it's a lifestyle. You, it, yeah, it is a lifestyle. You don't touch animal products and you really care for animals in, in general and their safety and just no animal cruelty happening in their world or they don't touch it. So that's pretty much it. And then third question, where do you get your protein? Have you ever met monks who've been vegan for their whole life? Ask them. Because <laughs> this is honestly a stupid question. Everybody asks this question. Why don't you just Google it? Okay. But the short answer, plants have protein. And I don't think people really mention this much, but when you are vegan, you do eat more because uh, it's not as packed. 
But, but, okay, another perspective to look at this is that when you eat meat, it feels really heavy, so you can't eat more. And that was my perspective. Switching to a normal diet, it's not vegan, is I used to be able to eat a lot. And I thought I was a big eater until I started eating meat and my portions just got really small. So there you go. Number four, what do you eat? As a vegan, it was actually easier in Vietnam to be vegan. There's just so many restaurants and food's so cheap there. Everything you eat as a meat eater, there's vegan alternatives. And they're really good because, again, when you have the quantity, like if people are competing for better quality, you can get really good food. And another thing that I don't really enjoy much in Canada, Vancouver, where I am now, is there, although surprisingly, there are a few, like I think three at the very least, of Vietnamese vegan restaurants. And I'm like, that's so specific. Vietnamese already specific. Vegan specific. You mush those two and you, I, I just couldn't believe that there's a business for that. And I have to say they're not, they're not that good. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's already hard here to find vegan foods that are delicious. It's even harder to, yeah. But I know that when I'm, back to Vietnam, I'm definitely gonna be eating, like, I won't return back to be a vegan, but I really miss those vegan dishes in Vietnam that I used to have when I was. And yeah, if you just have a normal meal as a meat eater and just remove the meat, the rest of it you can eat. <laughs> okay? And if there's not a lot of things left, like if you're someone who eats, like, steaks and potatoes and some grilled vegetables just get rid of the meat and then you're like oh that's like half of my portion just double down on the vegetables and that's how you eat it as a vegan i'm sure if you really dig into it there's a lot of recipes online and people there's so many vegans now the quality again like there's competition and so the quality got better you can you can find a lot of things and a lot of dishes actually like I know in India, it's just normal. It's not like, oh, you eat meat or you don't. It's just a dish, right? So you can find those too. And I see here like banana bread and tamale. Oreo is vegan. Watch my YouTube video yesterday if you want more info on that. Number five, do you ever miss meat? I didn't. I... I mean, I don't remember when I first switched. I think it was a, a gradual transition. So I didn't really miss anything that much because I wasn't eating all the best things I could. Uh, there was no freedom for me to pick food. So if you are someone who eat whatever you like and you can just go somewhere and get the best food all the time, it's going to be hard if you switch to vegan, especially if you do it suddenly because of course you're going to meet all the delicious things that you used to have but if you do it gradually as in eat less delicious meats and then eventually you just don't remember anymore it just takes time for time solves problem yeah this is the one situation that it also applies to and 
Six, if you are going to eat fake meat, why don't you just eat the real thing? Just goes back to ethical reasons why most people are vegans. And then some people are like, oh, if why do you make fake meat in the first place? Why not? <laughs> I don't... Okay, so when people ask this question, I don't understand what your end goal is. Are you trying to spite the person who eats fake meat? Because if you win that argument, nothing's going to happen, right? Uh, we don't care. As long as it's vegan, do we care if it's fake meat or not? I don't understand why there's an argument at all for maybe just for the sake of arguing because you don't like vegans. I don't like vegans either, so I'm on your side. Okay, number seven, do you only date other vegans? No. No, no, no. I dated a lot. And I did went on a date uh, with a vegan and hated him. <laughs> he was such a pain in the ass. He ordered a bun me, a vegan bun me. And then when he got it, he was skeptical because it was in Vietnam. He didn't, uh, I don't know, trust the people who made his food, who couldn't speak his language probably. So he came back just to like, make sure that the meat he was seeing was not real. And then when he came back, he was still like squinching. He was like taking a little bites and just was not into it. And so he went back again to confront them, asking them to show him the sauce to make sure it's actually like vegan, like no animals were harmed in the process of making the sauce. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's a $1 bond me. And if, I don't know, they use the same pan to fry some chicken from another shop and, I don't know, for any reason, and you got this food that touched meat, it's not, it's not a fucking big deal. I'm sorry, I have to curse. Is it? I hate vegans for this very reason. If you're in it for ethical reasons, fucking love you. Don't be a pain in the ass, okay? Okay, number eight. Why aren't you skinny? It's not a good question for me. I have always been skinny. Just genetics. Don't ask me why. My sister, though, she's not skinny skinny. She's not fat. But just because we're siblings, so whenever we stand together, it seems like she's a little chubbier. She's not. She's totally just like normal sized and not normal as in like Western uh, standard either. And in, in, even in Vietnam, she's normal sized. Okay. Just, she's beautiful. All I can say. And um, so, yeah, we were both vegans. My mom, my mom was on and off. I think it kind of depend on what kind of food you eat. So if you eat a lot of carbs, you probably get a little chubbier. chubbier. I did that in the uh, the boarding school that I had to stay at and ate. Uh, when I made the switch, they didn't ha give me an option to be vegan because they were feeding like thousands and thousands of students. So I just would skip the meat, but then just substitute, I would eat a lot of rice and any other carbs and obviously vegetables, but Vegetables are boring, so I ate a lot of carbs, and I did gain weight. Okay. Number nine, is your kid vegan? Won't have kids, won't have to worry about that. Although, okay, let's just go with it. If I had kids, I can't think about it, honestly. I 
the only thing I can, the only scenario I can come up with is when I adopt a teenager. That's on my bucket list. I, I want, I want a human. I don't want a baby because now I have to make decisions for this baby and I just don't like that responsibility. But I have an, a little person in my home. They can decide whatever they want to eat. I'll feed them whatever they want. Yeah. Don't care. I would love to have conversations with them to help them make decisions, but I like adults. They can make decisions and be responsible for them. Okay, number 10. Are you a perfect vegan? Was I a perfect vegan? Yes. But not really. So my intention was, well, I didn't want to go to hell, so only in hell would I eat meat. But I did go to university where... I had to be there a lot of times for a whole day, so I needed to figure out food, right? And I couldn't just go out and find vegan food. So whatever was available in the canteen, like I would have to eat it. I remember eating, they would sell the normal like noodles and um, meat broth, I think like chicken broth or whatever, and like a little bit of meat on the, on top. I don't know how to explain this in English if you're not familiar with Vietnamese cuisines. Not pho, very similar, same ingredients, and there's noodles and the broth and, you know, toppings, whatever. And I would get that dish without the meat, so I was still consuming the broth, but that was my only option. My other option was actually bread, which had milk and egg, and nothing else. So bakeries in Vietnam are a bit different. They have, uh, actually, I don't know if... It, I don't know how this relates to the world, but there's savory <laughs> pastry and sweet ones, right? Sweet ones, I didn't really care for. I can't, I don't do creams. Anything creamy, just not my vibe. And on top of that, I'm a, not allergic to milk, but not, not, it's not an allergy. Okay. It's hard for me to explain my relationship with dairy because it's not that I'm lactose intolerant because they tried that lactate and consuming things without lactose still didn't work it's just something in the dairy that i just can't can't do i will get diarrhea and actually diarrhea comes like people do say that when they consume dairy and their body doesn't agree with they will have diarrhea i have the opposite i can't poop and it's painful because <laughs> this <laughs> anywho <laughs> back to eating now i had to eat either the bread or, you know, the meat broth, soup, whatever, whatever I had to do to get by. So no, I don't think, unless you're very privileged, I don't think you can be perfect anything. Because what if you are starving and the only thing around in your house or where you can reach is not, like, not like the real piece of meat, but it touched or part of it was from animal. You should eat it. Don't die. Okay? You can do more good than not eating a, a thing that's already dead. Okay, so that's like the 10 questions. Okay, and then I just looked at another <laughs> blog post to get some more questions because we have a little bit of time left. So the next question is, isn't it hard to be vegan? It is, depending on where you live. Like, it just depends on how accessible it is for you to get vegan food. 
it was real easy. Like, if you live in a village where everyone's vegan, food everywhere is vegan, it's freaking easy. It just, yeah, it really depends on where you live. And some people asked about free-range eggs. Personally, I think it's okay. Because <laughs> no cruelty, animal cruelty were involved in the process. So that's like my criteria, but it's really weak. You can debate me if you like. I don't really have an opinion on that. Isn't it expensive to be vegan? Same as the first, well, not the other question. If it's accessible and everybody's vegan, it's probably going to be cheaper. So yeah, depending on where you live. So, oh, is this a, an advice? Like, if you really want to be vegan, maybe consider moving. Uh, you kind of have to sacrifice this and that. Okay, and then this is like a old-timey joke. Like, oh, I love bacon so much. Just cut down on the bacon if you want to go vegan. Again, like, transition slowly. Like, try to have less delicious bacon. And then try to, like, have fake bacon. I don't know. Just just find a way to make your food not as delicious. And don't go back. I don't know. I'm a terrible vegan advisor. I'm, I'm no longer vegan. This you can tell. One is, yeah, I don't have... It's not, it's not easily accessible for me. And I get hungry very often. And I just don't want to be a pain in the ass. I don't want to be associated with a pain in the asses. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I just eat whatever now that's, that I can. That I have access to. And I just focus on helping other people with other things. And I think if there is even hell or whatever, my karma points would just balance it out. And I'll deal with it when it, I get to it, right? But it's not uh, an important value in my life. And I don't practice it. And I don't hate it or anything. It's just not easy for me. And there are other things now that I'm doing that are harder. And I don't want to make my life a miserable hell. Just trying to do other things that I I need to dedicate more energy and attention to rather than focusing on how to not harm animals anymore. I do my best, but the best of a meat eater is, you know. Haven't we evolved to eat meat? It's natural. So the it's natural kind of debate, I think it's a weak one because, well, if you learn anything about critical thinking, what does it mean that it's natural? Why do we do things the natural way? Why aren't you a caveman? Why don't you make your own fire? I don't think it's important for us to do things the natural way. At least not in all cases. You know, you can't just get one, apply one principle to all facets of life. That's just not how it works. Like if you're a natural, all natural person, then you do. You eat everything plant-based and you use cleaning products that aren't chemicals and whatever. It's a lifestyle. You choose what you do, which whatever whatever makes you happy. But it's not an argument. <laughs> it's not, you're not more right because you do things a natural way. Okay, what would happen to all the animals if we stopped eating them? Are they going to evade <laughs> human societies? Uh, so if you dig a little bit deeper into the vegan world, there's answers. We produce animals to eat. So I don't think if we stopped eating them, we're going to stop producing 
I mean, frankly, raping animals and making babies, and then growing them so we can eat them. That process would stop, and so we'll just grow as a normal pace, and people are gonna grow old, and humans are growing. I I just heard that we we reached the nine billion now, and I don't see why. If we have more people, I mean, again,、uh, realistically speaking, we're never gonna stop eating animals altogether unless the Earth goes extinct and everything dies, and then some of us get on a ship. And all we can eat is algae. <laughs> yeah. So what's wrong with honey? I honestly, well, okay. So again, I just go back to the ethics. I think we're stealing their stuff. We didn't ask, and we just like took their stuff, right? And so to me, maybe, maybe that's why it's wrong. You don't have to kill animals to get dairy and eggs. So what's wrong with those products? It's the before of the product. So, are these like it goes back to like free range eggs? Like, were these animals were raped to become the thing that produced the animal products? Were they caged? Did they have an awful life just so you can have dairy and eggs, but they can save their life? Yeah, questions. These questions just go back to the. Core principles like ethics, and again, like realistically, what are you trying to achieve? Asking certain questions. If you just don't want to be vegan, don't talk to the vegans. First of all, if they talk to you, just just walk away, because <laughs> they're they're yeah. Okay, cows need to be milked, don't they? We're doing them a favor. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so how how does it work? Milk? How does it work? I don't think cows can produce milk unless they have babies, and they do. Because again, wow! Now we're going back to the natural thing. Naturally, they start having milk so that the babies can can drink. The same with humans, I think. So I don't, I don't think we're doing them any favor. I just remembered a question—not a question, but an argument my boyfriend made about how chickens and cows have been. Not raised, but like carried through time by humans. Um, to because like we protect it. Like okay, so if in the raw world back in the day, dinosaur time, chickens and cows, these cattle's and they would die. <laughs> they would be eaten、uh, and be endangered by other meat-eating animals, right? So. Well, to him, he's like, "Oh, we've done them a favor. You know, we've got them with us. We protect them, and we produce them for a purpose to, you know, feed humans, and we do better things." Logically, that's fine, but you know, there's so the thing with questions is what kind of criteria are you basing the answers off of? Like logically speaking, his argument's perfectly fine. It makes sense. Ethically speaking. It's not, <laughs> you know. So, is it right or wrong? We don't know. It really depends on what kind of values you abide by. So maybe keep that in mind next time you answer any questions. If you don't see the point, just walk away. You don't have to make a big fuss. People are a pain in the ass. I can attest to that. Most people are assholes. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about, 
and you can just choose not to listen. Good? Great. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in today. I love talking to you. And I can't wait to see you in my DMs and inbox at momdisapproved on Instagram and momdisapproved at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.